Hello, everybody, and welcome to Then and Now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. I'm Danny Mullins, and my man bought me a monster. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and today, because we are less than a month away from Valentine's Day, and the next top five will come out after which, we are talking about bad relationships. Not not like this one, though, right? No, no, no. Okay. How you doing you today, go. Shana? Oh. I'm good. <laughs> my marriage. That's the joke. Okay. Good. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it At least was... my son's not home. <laughs> that's, that's good, you asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I honestly didn't mean for it to go that way until I, it was like right there. And it I'm hits like, the cackle afterwards. Oh. <laughs> okay. <you. laughs> um, but yeah, we we decided uh, for Valentine's Day episode because we did this uh, last year to bring our loved ones in. And Danny's already in here, so he brought in his wife. Yep. Uh, yep. And I'm alone. So. <laughs> so don't make fun of my relationship. At least I kind of have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, it was just a quick jab. Yeah, not, no, nothing to it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's some. I found some good ones after thinking about it. Because we were just going to rehash the t- uh, you know top five best. And then somebody changed it late game. So we had to kind of scramble. Well, it's so, either that or we do a repeat episode. I had some good ones in that. I don't remember any of them now. <laughs> but I had some... Oh, Bulma and Vegeta I was going to bring up from Dragon Ball Z. That's a horrible relationship. No, no. Actually, I had it on my worst one, too, but I replaced it. <laughs> but no, in uh, Battle of Gods, that's my Bulma. Makes that relationship good again. Eh. Makes that relationship good again. Eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> sorry. All right, so why don't we go ahead and kick this off? I'll uh, start. I was going to have your wife start. I'll start. Ladies first, okay. Sick burn, Robert. Uh, that's why I was going to let your wife Shana, start. Shana, do you want to go first? No. Okay. okay. See? I got this. All right. Not an overly serious one, but we have another podcast on our uh, network. Yes. It's called Hold My Beer. I host it. It's my brother, uh, Yams, Kelly usually. Robert, you've been on several times. Not a humble... humble. Uh... Go ahead. <laughs> I'm forgetting words. Like, my brain's not working right now. This is going to be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> my name's... Uh... Oh, fuck, what was it? Um, promo. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, you might want to say it as a whole sentence now so you can cut it in. Not a humble promo at all. No, not at all. I didn't say it was good. I said it's there. Um, but we, we tried a new guy out a couple times. His name was Ethan. So my number five oh. top worst relationship, hold my beer, and Ethan. Yeah, that one. Ooh, that one could probably be number one for it most people. tanked our numbers so hard. I know I've mentioned it on here Both before. podcasts lost about 100 listeners. Yeah, we're back now. Yeah. Let's go technically then and now is doing better than it ever has. Yeah. But uh, holy shit, it was a rough one. We found out that uh, he likes to call women princess. Uh, yes. He pisses in jugs. Yeah, because he's too lazy to go to the bathroom. And on the few times that he does go to the bathroom, he uses a sink. Because he has bad aim. Yes. Which does not make sense. Not even a little bit. He could have put a damn toilet in his room. Just saying. He wouldn't have ran plumbing to it, so it would have been the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, it's just going all over the floor. Look at my fancy piss chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like, people don't even know. I, I did that DuckTale episode where we got some interviews and stuff Ooh. out on the field. He uh, he showed up, and I had to cut everything he said, cause he, every everything that he said. Because he just kept on yelling anti-homosexual slurs. Yeah, that's why he got banned from the podcast. It was fucking rough, man. He cleared the aisle. Oh, no. I, I, I've I been told, um, and as soon as I was told, I was like, he's never allowed back on. He, like, period. He parted that aisle at this very busy car show like it was the fucking Red Sea. <laughs> and he was a he very did. homosexual Moses? 
Yes. Uh, uh, homophobic a, Moses. A, a homophobic, yeah. That's we what I meant to say. We don't know if Moses wasn't, you know, so. <laughs> okay. I doubt if he liked gay people. It's the biblical times. I don't think you were allowed to. You got stoned. You were a witch or something. I don't remember. It's, yeah. a, it's a fucked up time. But yeah, that's my number five. It was rough. Yeah, Very be, close being, to home too. being <laughs> in the room when he was discussing this stuff. Uh, for anybody that listens to that, who ha- listened to that episode, don't do it now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll stop liking us. Yeah, but if you listen to it, then you can hear me in the background just constantly on the verge <laughs> of throwing up. No, I was gagging <laughs> yeah, as he's talking. Yeah. Like, I, at one point, I almost went, "Dude, shut the fuck up or leave." <laughs> if, if you want to just really cringe and have your skin crawl. Uh, I, well, hold my Dale Earnhardt. I think was the episode. I think so. But you know, don't bother. It's like fucking two hours long too. So it's a long sit. The fucking E Day, man. E Day. E Day. All right. Dave? So Shana, your yeah. number five. My number five is JD and Elliot from Scrubs. No, you did that last. No, Turk and JD was the good relationship. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, I'm I'm mixing up characters. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not do that last time. But they get together in the first season, and okay. then they break up. And they get back together, and then they break up. It's almost like it's back a sitcom. Together. Yeah, <laughs> and then they break up, and then JD actually gets some other girl pregnant without even technically having sex. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, I'd get her pregnant. And then they get <laughs> they, that brings them closer together as like best friends. And then they at the very very end of the season eight, I should say, not season nine, season eight, they have a baby, get married. And stuff Does like he that, just kind so. of forget about his other baby? Or is that... <laughs> yes. Pretty oh. much. Okay. Like, <laughs> You just blew that fucking mic. Pretty much. The uh, th- thing is, that that's also a very sitcom-y thing to do. Look at uh, Ross from uh, from Friends. Like in the no, very, in, <laughs> I never watched. In, in the very beginning, uh, he had he has a son, and you see him maybe ten times throughout the entire series, and then like the last five seasons, he's not even mentioned. Really, and he gets another baby with Rachel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it, it gets kind of the the on again, off again gets kind of old because like they did was it, uh, Turk and Carla in the same show. Stayed pretty consistent. I think they broke up once after they got together. So, uh, yeah, but it it was like they were back together within the next episode. No, it was a yeah. I mean, it was it was short. Yeah, yeah. but as I'm saying, you can have a sustainable relationship in a sitcom. They proved it. It's actually still entertaining. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, Turk and JD. Yeah. Uh, my yeah, my their n- bromance goes on and on <laughs> and on. As a true bromance should. Mm. Yes. Um, my number five is a. Married couple in pop culture that stayed married throughout the the entire run of their series. And you, you said I would hate this, correct? Yes. Okay. Al and Peggy Bundy. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Why that... would I hate that? It's the it's a terrible toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah, it it, it's it's horrible from beginning to end. So it like... makes it fun to watch. He's a terrible parent. He's a terrible person. He's a terrible husband. Yeah. And his hand always smells like crotch. Yeah, always. Always. <laughs> Uh, and shoes. Like, the only thing that they have is, on occasion, they both like sex. But he, <laughs> That's it. Even, like, 50% of the time, he's just like, eh. Uh, no, he's <laughs> repulsed by it most of the time. He's like, oh, pig. So, I, I yeah. I, no, I get it. Yeah. So... That, that's, like, one of those relationships that the only reason they're actually together is because they had, had a kid. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. There was a third one there for a while. I don't remember where he came from. Uh, well... She became pregnant, uh, like in real life. The actress became pregnant. Uh, Katie Siegel. 
Yeah. And so they, they did this whole, uh, they had written like this entire season around her pregnancy and then she miscarried. Oh, that's right. And so what they, what they did is they ended up, uh, writing it as that these last several episodes were a dream. Oh, kind of like Roseanne and the typewriter? Kind of. But less bullshit? No, still as much bullshit. That Roseanne thing pissed me off, man. I was young and I was like, no, no, John Goodman's still alive, damn it. Yeah. Piece of shit, Roseanne. Well, it turns out, uh, Okay. To get a little sidetrack on Roseanne for a second. Oh, can we please? Yeah, oh, yes. Um, with the whole Roseanne thing, <coughs> you find out that the entire show from beginning to end was her uh, writing. Not quite the entire show. It's from the heart attack on. Was no, no, no. her rewriting. No, her no, no. She, she says that it's the entire show because she uh, paired the couples differently, her kids' couples differently. Oh, really? Yeah, because she thought that uh, the boys would be better with the people that you see in the show, but, like... Uh, the, it's actually flipped? It's actually flipped. That's weird. Uh, like, the guy that is now in Big Bang Theory, that yeah. plays Leonard, Yeah. Um, he is with Becky in, quote, real life in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dumb. Yes. I don't think it's her writing a story. I think it's a magic typewriter. <laughs> She's changing reality. That that <clears throat> typewriter is pretty much Scarlet Witch. What? For Marvel Comics. She can, can tamper with I, I, I knew who you were talking about. I didn't yeah. understand why you went with that one. That's the one I could think of that could change reality. House of M. It was crazy. Yeah, House of M was <laughs> amazing read. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, on to number four. Danny. Harlequin and Joker. My number one. Oh, awkward. You want me to save it? No, go ahead. I can pick something else. Uh, go ahead, because I'll probably have more stuff to talk about uh, <coughs> when we get to number one anyway. Uh, yeah, it's just, there's nothing good there. Absolutely nothing. And pretty much any iteration, and the newer ones are even more fucked up. Yeah. Where he actually shoves her into the vat of chemicals and stuff. Which happened in the new 52. That's including beatings, beatings, uh, verbal beatings. Multiple times more beatings. he's tried to kill her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you and one story in the new 52, I believe you told me about, you find out that he's had several Harleys. Yes. So they're, they're dead. Yeah, um, it was, I think, in Suicide Squad in the New 52, uh, when he uh, when he comes back and, like, gets his face back. And As his, you do. <laughs> and, well, he, he had his face skinned off, and he's using belts to wear his face again, yeah. like a weird mask. Fucking gross looking. Yeah. Um, he ends up kidnapping her, like, from a police station, mm-hmm. and when she wakes up, she's surrounded by skeletons of the past Harleys. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. And, I mean, you get all these tweens online now because of, like, the Suicide Squad movie. Like, oh, it's so romantic. Oh, my God. Okay. They're going to die sad, alone, and in prison. Every time I – because one of my friends is really bad about this. I want to love like a Harley and Joker love. I was like, you want somebody to beat you and call you names and make it to where you have no self-worth as a human being? Good on you. Yeah, good. I mean, it won't be hard to accomplish. At least you have goals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shannon, you're being awkwardly quiet. I'm sorry. I didn't feel like I could get a word in with you two talking back and forth. Most people feel that way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just listening. Well, what's your next one, Puddin'? Um. Didn't even get the joke. My next one is Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Okay. Only because, like, they get together and stuff, and you're talking about from from the the Netflix shows, not from the comic. I've never read the comics. Okay. But from She's the blind, you shows. asshole. She can't read comics. Doesn't mean that you can't read comics too, or you asshole. We've thought about it. Never went through with it. No, we never did. <laughs> <laughs> but 
the only reason I said it was a bad relationship was because, like, they only slept together for the most part, and then he finds out that she killed his girlfriend or wife. 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 Okay. Well, she, but she was under the control of Kilgrave or the Purple Man. Or the so. Doctor. <laughs> yes, or the Doctor. <laughs> All of the above. He does have a very high charismatic uh, way of getting to control people. There you go. But she doesn't tell him at first. Well, how do you tell somebody, hey, right. the reason I I'm here is because I'm guilty because I killed your wife while under the control of a person that can control minds. But I don't you think just he, did he really believed her at first that he could control people, that Kilgrave could. I don't. I really don't think he believed. Oh, it's her possible. Ever. So he just thought that, hey, you killed my wife. You're a real right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it. But then he was taken under the control of Kilgrave. Yeah, it wasn't until that that point that episode, in the show. He was like, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Huh. So they get it on. Yeah. Oh, they, they break a bed. <laughs> they break a bed. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> huh. I'm gonna cut this out. I've done that once. It was awesome. Oh, okay. I, it was like uh, <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Uh, yeah, that that the relationship that they show in the Netflix series is very broken. Um, yes. I do have to say, in in the comic, it is very different. Uh, they're actually married. It's actually one of the few relationships in the comics that isn't just complete shit. Like they piss each other off on occasion, but they're actually decent for each other in the comics. I did not know that. Yeah, but yeah, in in the show, it's it's trauma that brings them together. And then when Luke Cage starts, it, it starts with him being in a different part of the city because he can't he can't handle it. Right. Because of everything that he's been through, because of her, he, he has to back away for a while. So, yeah, I, I completely get that. I uh, I would be terrified to sleep with somebody with a codename Power Man because it seems like it's going to hurt. I just figured I'd throw my two cents in there. Her so. codename was Jewel for a little bit. Jewel? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds like a stripper name, yeah. <laughs> Or like it's going to cut your penis. Uh, my number four is Cersei and Jamie Lannister. Oh, okay. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's... Wait, the brother-sister? The brother-sister. Yeah, it's yeah. icky. Uh-huh. Uh, Definitely well, icky. Well, not only icky. If you take the fact that they're brother and sister out of the equation, like, when they're separated, he become Like, he starts becoming a noble person. And, like, you actually start liking his character. It sounds like you've had to justify to yourself jerking off to them doing it on screen. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It no. sounds like, like if like you that. don't think about them being related, it's kind of hot. When he comes back uh, and is able to see her again, she does not like who he is as a good person. She cannot get off unless it's completely taboo and wrong. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Plus, they love making those sweet Aryan babies. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it... it like she is the worst person in that entire show. Absolutely. Um, and like he 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 is in love with her. Like he says that he is absolutely in love with her. Cannot love anybody else. Right, but it's still gonna pick up on the mics. Um, but and she ends up sleeping with their cousin. Um, Ugh. just. Yeah. It's gross, man. And when he comes back and he has some honor to him, she just constantly belittles him. And because of it, he ends up raping her next to their dead son. Yeah, but she seems to kind of dig it. No, that's the one time that she's like, no. Oh, is that? Okay. I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen it in a while. That's good. Yeah. Ah. So that's that's my number four worst relationship. It's fucking disgusting. Yes. It really is. Is yeah. there a good relationship in it? In, in Game of Thrones? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Jon Snow and uh, Ingrid. Don't they end up like trying to kill each other? Uh, yes. Due to misunderstandings, but he... <laughs> that's the good one? The that, one that ends in murder? That That's a good one, yes. You say so. Uh, if not, Sa- Sam and uh, the, the wildling girl, whose name I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyways. What are we at, number three? Yeah, number three. Well, I told you I took Vegeta and Bulma off the list. Yes. Because there's a worse one in Dragon Ball Z. Goku and Chi-Chi. It's not good. It's not healthy. I mean, you gotta imagine, this guy shows up, gets you pregnant. He's like, hey, gotta go train for three years. Comes back. Hey, got to go train for three years. Also, I'm taking the kid with me. Uh, thing is, that's... that's Okay, here's the thing about Goku and Chi-Chi. Having watched the original Dragon Ball. I didn't think this is uh, the one you'd get defensive about. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, so I have no idea what you're talking about, so... Okay. <laughs> with Goku and Chi-Chi from Dragon Ball, she sees him, she immediately falls in love. He doesn't understand what she's talking about when she says, says, will you marry me and shit? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah. so he just goes, yeah, someday I'll marry you. Fine, whatever. Because he doesn't know. He has childlike innocence. Yeah, he doesn't even realize the difference between boys and girls originally. Right. Um, she ends up uh, finding him years later, and he doesn't recognize her. Right. And she goes, if I can beat you uh, in, in the World uh, Martial Arts Tournament, if I can beat you, you have to marry me. Right. And at that point, he's like, sure, whatever. It's the finals of the thing. Goku has never won a World Martial Arts Tournament. Like, to date, he still has not won one. Yeah, well, no, the one with Demon King Piccolo, right? No, he lost that. Oh, he still loses it? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so, they end up fighting. She wins. He marries her. She knows that he's a warrior. Uh-huh. It's not until... She has Gohan that she's like, I'm going to be all domestic now. And he's like, I'm still going to train. And she's cool with that. So your argument is that they, neither of them really understood what a good relationship would be. So they shouldn't expect a good one when it happens. No, she forced him <laughs> into a relationship. It's her fault. I do. The one thing, uh, the one thing I do love about the relationship is it doesn't matter how strong Goku gets. He's still always scared of Chi Chi. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's amazing. But in terms of, like, a real-life relationship, it's pretty shitty. I, I I still would have to say that Vegeta and Bulma are probably that's worse. That's my Bulma. Makes it all better. Yeah, just because he sexes her, that's the only <laughs> thing they have going for each other. Super Saiyan sexes her, and that's probably pretty good, man. <laughs> I've heard his code name in the sack is Power Man. He, he just gets mad and the entire bedroom starts shaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Shannon, go ahead. Um, my number three is John McClane and Holly Gennaro from yeah. Die Hard. She becomes a bit of a bitch. She does. Unlike John but McClane, who's a stand-up no, guy. Actually, he's an asshole from the very beginning of that. Yep. Yeah, in the first one, he has to save her at the Nakatomi building. And then in the second one, it's the airport. But in the third one, she's just gone. Well, he's hung over the whole time. Like, he they mentions get that into, every two minutes. Yes, yeah. they get into a fight, and they haven't talked in, like, two years or well, something. The, the, the first one starts with them getting into a fight because they're, they're separated, and he's like, I'm not even going to be able to spend Christmas with my kids or whatever. And Are they really separated? I thought yeah, she just took a job. Yeah, she took a job across the country. Right, but 
I mean, they... so they're they're separated and they're constantly fighting. Okay. Uh, and at the end, everything's okay because within this like what four hour period, he he saved some people and killed a ton. Well, Hans Gruber brings everybody together, man. Yeah, that's the power of Alan Rickman, my friend. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I get that. Uh, horrible relationship, but I would I would I would not put that on her. I would definitely put that on him. It can be both, but yeah, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is. I mean, they have what two kids together, right? Yes, two. That oh yeah, because the the son ruined Die Hard. Yes, that fifth one is unwatchable. <laughs> and I, I, you know what? If you watch the uncut version of the fourth one, it's not bad. Really, I actually like it quite a bit. Yeah. See, I think I've seen the first one, and that's it. Oh, uh, watch There's one, three, and uh, four. I'm not much on two. Okay. It's the airport one. The airplanes are in the sky, but they're running out of gas, and they can't land because of a naked terrorist man. Because of a naked terrorist man? Yeah, the first time you see him, he's butt-ass naked working out. Oh. And you know what? He's worked out a lot. <laughs> Danny would do it? Power man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I'm going to have to name this episode? <laughs> Power man. Worst relationships. Power man. <laughs> Power Man to get turned into a power bottom. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, so is that all that you had to say on uh, John McClane? Yeah, you so, guys pretty much covered everything else. I think else. we can agree what the best relationship in Die Hard is. Hans- Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> and Bruce Willis. Right? Samuel L. Jackson? Uh, he's in the third one. He's in the third one, Oh. Yes. Uh, why didn't you go Carl and Bruce Willis? <laughs> Carl Winslow? Carl Winslow. Hey, yeah, that's true. I think he shows up in like the first... At least three, right? Yeah, he's At definitely in the first one. Yeah, he's there. Like he's, he's outside he, the building. He's yeah, his uh, contact. He's the cop that helps him throughout the entire first one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I think everybody could be good friends with Carl Winslow, though. Okay. Name one movie where he... Movie Except for that or show, Name one movie or show where he does not play a cop. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. He's a cop in Ghostbusters. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Die Hard. There's Yeah. Hell, he was a cop in uh, Family Matters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he should have shot Urkel. He could have like, covered his tracks. He knew how. Uh, but then you have uh, Mecha Urkel, whatever the fuck that thing was called. Robot yeah. Urkel. That and you get rid of executive. Urkel. And who wants to get rid of Urkel? Yeah, he was so lovable. Damn it. <laughs> could you imagine a strange like spinoff where that robot Urkel became the Terminator? Oh, man. So in the future, you have the glowing red eyes, but then you say, did I do that? No, did no. I do that? Because the Terminator <laughs> constantly fails anyway. Like, as he, like, is getting crushed by the machine or falling into the lava, did I do that? <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah. I, I mean, muted. I'd have to watch it <laughs> muted. But, uh, yeah, okay. It's kind of like Hasta La Vista, you know, his new catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. Sarah Connor, come <laughs> with me. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> Shannon right. looks confused and kind of angry now. <laughs> uh, my number three is Scott Summers and Emma Frost. Oh, okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know those names, that's X Men. Yeah, Cyclops. Um, yeah, Cyclops, Cy- Cyclops and uh, the Ice. Emma Frost. Yeah, Emma Frost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the White Queen with the Hellfire Club there for a while until her and Scott get together and she ends up co-running the X Men. I always called her uh, Bland Boob Lady. Because there, it wasn't usually a ton of character there, and she always had just a shit ton of cleavage going on. I actually disagree. When she was with the Hellfire Club, she had a ton of character to her. Oh yeah, I meant like X Men run. I never, I never read the original. Yeah, when, when she when she went to uh, the X Men side, her personality kind of took a backseat to their relationship, and she was just kind of there. But like their entire relationship is 
fucked from the beginning because she she starts hitting on him when Jean Grey is still around, like oh, to the yeah. point of like invading his mind and ha- having like mind sex with him, giving him weird night boners. Essentially, uh, the first time that they actually make out in the real world is after uh, Jean Grey dies again. Well, yeah, but at that point they're so used to it. It was just a Tuesday. Oh, yeah, kind of, and he. <laughs> Like, he's at her grave, and, like, Emma Frost is just kind of waiting in the sidelines, because that's what she did. Yeah. Um, but Jean Grey talks to him from beyond the grave and is like, it's time for you to move on. You've got somebody here that wants you. And he's like, but you're going to be back. I know you're, <laughs> you're always back. You've been dead for 30 seconds. I, I know fine. you're going to be back. Stop stop with this bullshit. And <laughs> she goes, no, it's, t- it's time for you to move on. And then him and Emma Frost make out on her grave, standing on her grave. Yeah, it's the cover of that issue. Yes. The picture is. It's kind of fucked up. I've forgotten about that one. Yeah. Um, but, like, he const- she constantly, like, invades his mind and makes – uh, her look like Jean Grey to him, uh, oh. just so that she can feel some sort of emotion uh, from him. And That's he creepy as shit. like he is still hung up on Jean Grey. Like uh, within the last couple of years, there was a- an issue where him and Wolverine got into it, uh, and Jean Grey gets brought up, and it's what finally sets Scott over the edge with Wolverine. Oh yeah, and he he's like, do you think that she ever liked you? She never liked you. She was only afraid of you. And Wolverine's like, seeing who you are now, who do you think she'd be more afraid of? Yeah, uh, I just you know how they and, do and those. Uh, Emma's watching the entire thing. Which uh, you know how Marvel does the what if issues? Yeah. Please write the uh, what if issue where instead of making her look more like Jean Grey. He ma- she makes Wolverine look more like Jean Grey to Cyclops. Ah. So the whole time, Cy- Wolverine's like, you piece of shit, I hate you. And he's like, just... He's just sitting there okay, running his fingers up and down yeah. Wolverine's chest. <laughs> Why are you so much shorter now? You know what? I don't care. I missed you so much. You were dead for three days this time. That's longer than usual. Yeah. Give me a kiss. And the whole time, Wolverine's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That'd be a good time. Jane, would you read it? Um, yeah, you would. I'm blind. I can't read it. I'll read it to you. You haven't done that yet. <laughs> and then Cyclops yeah. slowly stroked the side of Wolverine's face. Uh, so it's what my number two, right? I'm gonna uh, call an audible. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna switch mine actually. My okay. One. So mainly because what I had for number one, I've talked to death. It's the Frankenstein's monster and the bride. Okay. It because it's I mean it's barely a relationship, but the little bit that they're there together, it's heart wrenching. I hate it. They're made for each other. One can't see that, so the other one kills both of them. Yeah. We belong dead. It's called a murder-suicide. <laughs> a romantic one. <laughs> kind of. He just wants to kill the doctor. The fucking doctor runs out. He's fine. Yeah. He's there for the other sequels. And in all honesty, the doctor is the true monster. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, who, you're pl- pulling an audible. Yeah. What play are you going with? I switched my two and my one. Okay. That was going to be my number one. I just made it my number two. Uh, is the Frankenstein... Okay. I thought that you were just taking that one out altogether and talking, gonna pull in. No, you made one. The, you made this awkward. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, we've talked to it so much more, uh, we, like in more detail on the Halloween episodes and stuff. I've talked this relationship to death, but it's still potent to me, so I had to put it on there. I did have it as number one, but I was like, holy shit, I've talked about it so much. So Shana, has he gotten you the Frankenstein Bride wig yet? Because it sounds like he wants he, he wants that. It's coming. No, he has not. Apparently, and if he that does, you're flowing I white gown. <laughs> you're not always awake. <laughs> <laughs> I got you this nice True. fluffy hat. 
uh, it's stylish. It's a Marge Simpson wig. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it doesn't have white streaks going up the side. That's for damn sure. It's blue. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, I should have went with Dr. Pretorius and Dr. Frankenstein, though. Because like I told you, Dr. Pretorius is the one like, well, I will have a drink. It is my only vice. And he does that like four times uh, yeah. in the movie. <laughs> he only has several vices. Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> All right, Shana, you're number two. My number two is Princess Buttercup and Humperdinck. Oh, that's not even a relationship. Humper dick. <laughs> it is in a way. Oh, it's a forced one. Yeah, it's a forced relationship. That's why it's so bad. So you're talking about the it's Princess forced. Bride. Yes. And the best the best relationship in the Princess Bride is actually in Tio Montoya and Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yes. Love it. <laughs> Hello, lady. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is forced. Very much so. Very. I hope you have more to say about it than that. No, it's oh, just bad. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> well, number two is the lightning round. We didn't tell you, Robert. Quick, okay. Quick, two, go, go. Uh, Bella in anything supernatural. What? Twilight series. What? <laughs> Have you seen them? I've read all the books. Now, before you give me your that hand look, went up quick, like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> before you give me that <laughs> look, so <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I was going to hate this series. I knew I was going to hate it, but instead of just outwardly going, no, it's a piece of shit book series. I knew that people were going because it was a huge phenomenon in high school. People were going to go, well, you never gave it a chance. So I read every single book and gave it the chance. And you know what? They're all pieces of fucking shit that need to burn in a fire. And I don't say that about books, but those books can. You, you had too much free time. (laughs) <laughs> like, way too much free time. You read an entire book series out of spite. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling that's not an okay thing to do. It's not uh, normal. I, um, no. <laughs> I like how she acted like she thought about that answer. <laughs> she knew. I did. I'll still, uh, I, st- I stick by my... Uh... Yeah, she bounces back and forth between the, the vampire dude and the shirtless boy. Werewolf thing. Yeah. Which... Is named incorrectly. Anybody that knows anything about ur- urban lore with werewolves and vampires knows that those are not werewolves and vampires. The vampire is actually what would be considered a fairy. Um, a fairy? Yes. Why? With the sparkling skin. Uh, like, it still drinks they blood. They don't have wings, though. Fairies have wings. No, not all of them. Most of them. Um, yeah, that would be a fairy. And the, quote, werewolves are just uh, w- would be more um, Wiccan shapeshifters. Like a skinwalker? Well, a skinwalker, exactly. This thing's creepy yeah, out. Not There's werewolves. There's one of the few urban legends that actually just sends uh, chills up my spine. Right, but werewolves, are, it, it's, a, it's a blood curse. You're bitten and you change during the full moon, not I'm going to change whenever and I first explode. Well, yeah, but they also, like, plan on fucking a baby, right? Is that Did I get that right? Uh, when he she, imprints on a baby, which he, means I'm going to fuck you. Uh, kind of. He, she, her and the... Yeah. <laughs> You're backpedaling it. You didn't write it. It's fine. No, her and the... Well, it's a piece of shit. So <laughs> I have heard. to make sure that everything is in order here. Her and the vampire, she makes... She becomes a vampire. They have a baby together. The baby, because it is a vampire baby, is going to age much faster until it becomes an adult. What? Yeah. Oh, trust me, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Vampires don't age. It's going to age until it's an adult and upon which it's going to stop aging. That's and so, awfully convenient. <laughs> and so it's going to take, like, I think they said five years before it's an adult. So when the baby comes, he, the werewolf imprints on it, knowing that it's going to fall in love with it, 
the girl uh, is offended by this, which the vampire who can read emotions goes, if I felt that there, there was anything salacious to this, his throat would already be ripped out. Five years pass, it's an adult, they're together. Okay. Now, it would still have the mentality of a five-year-old, because it's only been around and learning for five years. Yes. Ew. Yes. Fucking ew. Yes. Oh, people like Twilight are bad people. Yes. Possible pedophiles. I'll say it. Yeah. Twilight moms are all bad, bad people. Yeah. Well, Twilight moms, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) The worst kind. (laughs) Damn near Nazis they are. All right, on to our uh, honorable mentions now that I'm done talking about Twilight. (laughs) Something I never thought would be brought up on any of our (laughs) podcasts ever, honestly. Yeah. And upon further investigation, still sucks. Uh, Yes. Weird. And just creepy as fuck. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Danny, you have an honorable mention. Uh, Batman and Catwoman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a rough one. Uh, Because neither of them are going to change. No. And now one of them is suicide or whatever the fuck. Uh, I think that she wants a relationship and he's just in it for the sex. Let's be honest here. Can you blame him? Uh, no. You know, actually a worse relationship, the new killing joke, (laughs) Batgirl and Batman. Oh yeah. Why? It's weird. It's wrong. It doesn't make sense. Uh, (laughs) also another Batman related bad relationship, Jason Todd and crowbars. Uh, I don't know. They tend to kiss each other quite a lot. (laughs) It's a very physical relationship. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Shayna, an honorable mention from you. Um, Mine is Sonya and Johnny Cage. Okay. From Mortal Kombat. Yeah, from okay. Mortal Kombat. Now, that's something, when the new games came out with the uh, really theatrical uh, story modes. Right. Like, like Injustice did. Right. Which saw a new trailer for it. looks awesome. I know, right? Right. Um, not playing it with you, ever. <laughs> you get too braggy. And you can back it up, so it's no fun for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't, be, I can't win a round of Injustice with Robert. I can beat him in Mortal Kombat, and it's the same fucking game. Yeah, but for some reason with Injustice, I go into, like, Zen mode. Huh. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, she actually would sit there and listen to the whole storyline and really got into it because she loves both of the movies. Yeah, I said both. She likes Annihilation, which is, I thought, physically impossible. Yeah. that movie's fucking garbage. A little bit. The first one, technically, also garbage. I like it. But they don't kill lie. Johnny Cage within the first ten seconds. Well, they replaced the actor, so I didn't give a shit anyways. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they replaced Luke King, or not Luke King, uh, Raiden, Johnny Cage, I think Sonya. Yeah. It's a rough watch. Anyways, uh, but yeah, she sat there and listened to the storyline of both games and stuff and really liked it. And uh, in Mortal Kombat X, you get to see how that relationship just didn't really work out. They have a kid. They've been separated for a long time. Johnny Cage just kind of wants to be the cool dad, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just kind of a lame wad, I guess is the best way to put it. He is kind of a lame wad. He is um, uh, Ninja Mime, though, in the new one. So that's Is he scary. really? Yeah, that's, that was his latest movie, Ninja Mime. That, and, uh, wow. But Sonya hadn't even really let him interact with her, and she's, like, joined the military and stuff, so she kind of takes after her mom more. Okay. But then they bond at the end and stuff. It's actually pretty, it's, it's, it's a good storyline. Oh, it really right. is. And it turns out, Johnny Cage, chosen one. Of course. Because <laughs> he's Ninja Mime. Yeah. It made me really happy, to be honest with you. He was never my favorite character, but he's so damn lovable. All right. So... They've turned him into Frank West from the original Dead Rising, pretty much. it. Okay. Uh, so that was Shana's honorable mention. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there anything that you would like to add to that, or did he pretty much cover it? He pretty much covered it. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, my, my first honorable mention, uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy. <laughs> 
that is an abusive relationship. Yeah. That he definitely does not want to be part of. Right. Right. Uh, and Give I, me a frog. I, yeah. I know that in recent years they've said they they're not together anymore. Yeah, but... they tried rebooting it and stuff, which I think fell through pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next three years there's another Muppets movie where they're together again. So, which I mean, when they first brought back the new Muppet movie, it was pretty good. Yeah, I watched it in the hospital uh, while we were waiting on our son to come home. Am I a man or am I a Muppet? <laughs> That's the I point. may be a Muppet of a man. That's a, a question I think we should all ask ourselves. Yes. I, uh, the only thing I really remember hardcore about that movie. Hmm, what? <laughs> what God. is it that you remember? When they first meet Fozzie again. Oh, I love Fozzie. And he's just in the alleyway, and you hear gunshots of people screaming, getting murdered behind a fucking Muppet. <laughs> yeah. It goes kind of dark, but it, it's funny. Hey, sometimes you gotta, you know, move with the times. I, I thought you were gonna say cap a bitch. <laughs> sometimes a bitch needs cap. <laughs> Come on, Danny, you know this. <laughs> I do, Kermit. Uh, Alright Kermit, thanks, you can leave now Bye wonder, bitches There is an episode, and it sucks because I can't remember the name But there's an episode of Hold My Beer where you started out by singing Hurt by Johnny Cash <laughs> as Kermit uh, Look for it, it's wonderful what, what are you talking about? That was actually Kermit My bad, I'm sorry Yeah There's no lead into it Like it, just, <laughs> it starts with that happening and then the theme song hits And I don't think we address it until the very end Because we recorded it after we were done with the podcast But it was so great, I put it up first, I don't know Yeah Interesting podcast we have, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any other honorable mentions there, uh, Danny? Oh, man. Technically, I didn't have any. I thought of that one. So, uh, no. All right. Uh, Shayna, any more honorable mentions? Um, I have Princess Leia and Han Solo from The Force Awakens. Skylar and really? Walter White. Damn it. I'll get back to it. Go ahead. What? I thought of something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Princess Leia and Han Solo from The Force Awakens. Oh. Mainly because they didn't Star talk Wars. each other from the well, longest time. Yeah. Um, and they did have an evil bastard of a kid. Yes, they They, they do say that something separated them, uh, but they never go into it. And I don't think that it's actually their son turning evil that made them separate. They, I remember I them saying something about a fight that they had. Yeah. Uh, I, if, I think that it is him. I don't think that he believed that he was a good father. And right. So he went back to, as he says in the movie, the one thing I was good at, smuggling. Mm-hmm. Well, she was trying to be a politician and leader of military and stuff of that, and both of them just kind of ignored their son, which is why he became yeah, they him to Luke who he is. He yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, and so I think that it it's them having separate goals in their respective lives, even though they, they do love each other, they, they couldn't Yeah, be you together. can tell they love each other very much. Yeah. It's just they went so long without talking to each other because of a fight that they had. Actually, you know what a more abusive I think relationship... Really tore them apart. It could be. You know what a more, rela- uh, more like, abusive relationship is in Star Wars? C-3PO and R2-D2. A lot of trash talking coming from that little golden robot. <laughs> the no. gold, the golden one. Yeah, he's always kicking him, and you know, saying he's worthless and everything. And R two D two just goes and does his own thing. A uh, so, uh, bit, a bit of information. Um, George Lucas has recently said that the entire Star Wars that we see is actually R two D two telling the story hundreds of years later after uh, Return of the Jedi. Thankfully, he doesn't get to say so in that anymore because that's kind of dumb. No, I, I actually like that but because think, think about him. Okay, think about it from. R2-D2 telling the story. Okay, with that in mind, right. he tells the original story. And then people are like, well, I want to know what happened before that. And he's like, well, I was there too. <laughs> it just makes shit up. Uh, well, think about how badass he made himself in episode two. Like, yeah. oh yeah, 
<laughs> I'm the one that took out a whole bunch of these people by lighting this shit on fire. That's uh, me, motherfuckers. <laughs> like I said, I'm glad that he doesn't get to make that call anymore. <laughs> Creative <laughs> control is gone from George Lucas. <laughs> thanks for giving us the trilogy. Appreciate yeah. it. Go home. You did good. Good game. Maybe just take a bath or something. Back the fuck off. <laughs> All right. Let's go. I'm actually trusting the mouse on this one, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He hasn't stirred us wrong yet. Uh, yeah. With with Star Wars and Marvel, at least. Right, right. Well, I mean, Thor 2 wasn't that great, but it's, it's <laughs> Iron Man 3 kind of sucked, but... Iron Man 3 really sucked, let's Iron Man 2 also wasn't the best. No. Uh, but, uh, my honor, my last honorable mention that I have, Madalena and Gallivant, from the <sighs> hit comedy <sighs> musical I don't know if TV you can show? say hit, because it only lasted Gallivant. two seasons. Shut up, Danny. I want a third. You <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do, too. Like, you... You came over one day like, I found a musical sitcom that I shouldn't like it. I love. Watch it. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. Be honest. How many times have you watched the entire series so far? Uh, twice. Just twice, twice. But twice. I went through and watched a couple of choice episodes. Okay. And I've listened to the soundtrack on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. King Richard, man. I, I, I've listened. I, I've watched it about four times now. Yeah. Oh, it's short. It, it's it's short. There's only like like you said. There's only two seasons. Um, well, the I would, first the first season's only eight episodes long. Yeah. Um, I would like for there to be a third, but I think Netflix would have to pick that up. Uh, please do. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that, that what makes that relationship so bad is it starts out as your stereotypical fairy tale love story. Right, and then she gets kidnapped by the best king of all time. <laughs> Swear to God, King Richard. He's who, so damn lovable. Who, for fans of Psych, is played by the guy that played Lassie. Lassiter. Yep. Hey, she. I, I haven't watched Psych. Uh, but, yeah, he's just, he's dumb. There's no other way to put it. He is so dumb. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he kidnaps her, and then Gallivant, you know, this all happens in the first episode, so yeah, we're first not really ten minutes. spoiling a lot. Yeah. But Gallivant, you know, he becomes this drunken loser. Well, decides... but before that, he goes on, like, this epic quest to try to save her in the first ten minutes of the show. Oh, yeah, okay. Goes on this epic quest to try to save her, <coughs> save her gets to the wedding, and he has, like, this big, grandiose speech. He's, he's like, I object, and, like, the king's right-hand man, Gareth, uh, pulls a sword, and he's like, whoa, 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 now... Me and Gareth can fight until morning, if that's what you want. But, and he throws his sword aside. <laughs> you can't give her this. You can't give her this. What I can give her is love. You can give her fame. You can give her money. But I can give her love. And that's what the lady chooses. And he bows and she goes, well, actually. actually yeah. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it's great. And then Galavan gets kicked in the face twice, technically. One yeah. and a half times, we'll say. Watch uh, yeah. it. Well, if, <laughs> if you don't get hooked on the first episode, you're dead inside. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it's It was so well written. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine better casting. Yeah. Uh, especially with King Richard and Gareth, his right-hand man. Cause, uh, the right-hand man, Gareth, He played is... a soccer hooligan in Eurotrip. Is yeah. The best I can... Yeah, he, he's a very angry cockney man. Yes. And uh, you get to hear him sing. It's terrible. Uh, n- <laughs> one of my favorite songs is something that he sings in season two when he's trying to describe love. <laughs> but he has no concept for the things that he's talking about. And he's like, the the sun is due and it's shine thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's sitting there talking about flowers and he's like, uh, the flopsy 
flopsy petal vine thing <laughs> smells as pretty as me. <laughs> and those wingy birds, uh, wingy beasts with their feathers, they make a squeaky like sound. Yeah. I never had thought what I'm trying to say. Love makes the world brand new. You just kept on going there. I did. You? I love that song. And you did even, the best thing about Gareth in the entire series is the fact that he actually hugged his dad to death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's... Yeah, right, the king so goes, give me a hug, and he stops, and he's like, I've only hugged one man in my life. It was the day my father died. I squeezed the life out of that rotten <laughs> bastard. <Yeah. laughs> it's so good. Oh, I fucking love it. But what popped in my head uh, while Shane was talking, because I usually don't listen to what she talks, I just do my own thing. It's very true. Uh, Skyler and Walter White from Breaking Bad. Okay. Uh, insanely toxic and like been, like at certain points when he was, he's doing his crime thing he's on top of his game he'll just go like you know let's have hardcore sex beyond that it's nothing but lies and deception and it, it's bad uh, they're, they're, they both manipulate each other like crazy yeah yeah I mean one's a little worse than the other one's a little worse than the other you know the one selling meth uh, yes yeah. <laughs> I mean he is killing people and stuff but yeah like that that's that's a bad relationship from the very beginning of the series like you realize that he's only done everything that she's ever said, like, period. Mm-hmm. He, he's never had a life of his own, so the meth thing is for him to actually live. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, him and Jesse's pretty wonderful together. Also, it's not good, but no, it's it, it's, <laughs> That's also a very bad relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so are we doing number one? Uh, yeah. Uh, Shana, why don't you go ahead and start with your number one? My number one is Phoebe and Cole from Charmed. <coughs> okay, <you're- coughs> Excuse me. You're going to have to explain that a little bit because I, I've seen some charm, but I'm, I'm not a fan. Well, Cole comes in in season three and he's hired by the triad to take out the charmed ones, which is Phoebe, Piper, and Paige. <laughs> Robert's getting so confused. Okay. okay. The charmed ones are three sister witches. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And they all and start with Cole. One, one, one is Shannon Doherty. I know that. That she, she gets replaced she, by a redhead. Yes. Rose, Rose McGowan. McGowan. Sure. That's Paige. <laughs> yes. And he's hired to take out the charmed ones by the triad, and then he ends up falling in love with Phoebe because he is part demon, which is Belthazor, and then he is part human, which is Cole. Belthazor is his demon name. Makes yeah. sense. He ends up falling in love with Phoebe and can't go through with it. So he tries and tries and tries, but... They end up getting married, and she ends up getting pregnant and then has a miscarriage because he becomes the source of all evil. Uh, as you do. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, dirty demons. So, but, and then eventually he gets killed. He gets vanquished by the Charmed Ones. Several times, as a matter of fact. Oh, he keeps not coming unlike back. Jean Grey. It's kind of like the will they won't they of sitcoms. But the last episode, it very much is in that show. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but the last episode that he's in, he's actually helping Piper reunite with Leo, and that's the very last episode that he's in, and he explains everything why he fell in love with her, and well, he has no idea who Leo is. You're just saying names. Leo is an angel, and of course, and, and then he becomes an elder. <laughs> he of course. becomes an elder. No, you're doing fine. No, making sense. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot to take in if you don't it know is, the show. Yeah, I, it I, is I, a lot to take in. But I only know the show because she's made me watch it. I'm personally not a fan. <laughs> I've I've watched it probably a hundred times. I couldn't have guessed. So <laughs> she's like, not guess... underballing. That's probably a pretty accurate <laughs> guess. 
Yeah, and I can tell you which episode Cole comes into it, which episode he leaves. I mean... So you're, uh, like, charmed like what I am with The Simpsons. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I did get really excited. Or what Danny and I are like with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Right. Yeah, but... I love Charmed. And they're bringing it back. They're bringing Charmed back. Oh. So that's why I... Oh, I actually actually heard they're bringing Charmed back. They're uh, doing a timepiece with Charmed, making it back to the 70s, which... Why the fuck? Oh, you know. My guess is... Thanks for clearing that up, Danny. (laughs) My guess is it has something to do with the parents, like the grandmother and the mother. Yeah, because it's a lineage of witches. Okay. It's not just this generation. Patty and then Penny. Okay. Because they only know one letter to start names with. They're going to run out of names. Patty, Penny, Piper. Phoebe, Phoebe, Paige, Prue. Prue. Like prune, without the N. Okay. Anyways, uh, I get really excited because she's watching it one day and I heard a voice. Introducing a band, I was like, holy shit, that's Ralph Garman from Hollywood Babylon, my favorite podcast. <laughs> I, wa- I run in the room, he's gone. That's it. He introduces the Cranberries and like two other bands in different episodes. He's like, hey, this is the Cranberries. Gone. How drunk was he? I'm assuming very. <laughs> Wouldn't you be if you were there? On Charmed? The club is called P3. No, because I'd... Okay. So, I'm just it's, it's It's PQ because the three sisters' names start with P, Robert. Gotcha. Yes. There's there's also uh, Leo's, if, Leo's if, name. If I was on that show, I would not be drunk because I would want them to call me back because that's money. That's true. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's pretty dated now if you watch it. It's very 90s, the whole no, show. You, you mean, some, <laughs> you know, I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer the other day. I can't believe how old it makes me feel. I've never watched it. No? No. Honestly? Uh, I've seen the movie. Uh, very different. Oh, I like I've watched the movie. a couple episodes. I actually really liked the first couple seasons of Buffy as a kid. I, it's unwatchable now. It's got a huge cult following. Yeah. It's weird, man. No, no, I, I get the cult following. Um, it, Very very good. Uh, I won't say writing. You but, look like talking about it is putting yourself to sleep. But, <laughs> honestly, like your demeanor and everything just went to... Uh, but the, the <laughs> overall arcing storylines are, are really good, which you would get from a Joss Whedon show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and that is where a bunch of good actors kind of got their start. I mean, um, Nathan Fillion was a bad guy in season five, like the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Man, I forgot. I, we did have an honorable mention that we completely forgot about. You remember the sitcom How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Every relationship in it was yeah. fucking bullshit. <laughs> it was terrible. Yes. Especially uh, the main character. Ted. Ted. Ted and uh, Robin. Yeah, Ted and Robin, and then you got Ted and his wife. Hey, they ended up dies, together. and you never even get to know who she is, really. Uh, she was a cancer patient. That's who she is. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to our number one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you going or you want me to? Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, my number one is Joker and Harley, as as we've talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned like the stuff that happened near the end, the m- more recent stuff, but how they began is kind of fucked up too, right? Uh, because. She was his psychiatrist when he was in Arkham, and he brainwashed her. Right. Like, the way that it originally was is she chose the life, but it was because of his brainwashing. Um, And, like, from the very beginning, it, it was a very one-sided relationship where she became uh, emotionally needy. Like, he made her emotionally needy for him. Right. And made her obsessed with him. And that's how they started. And he just immediately was very abusive and 
any time that he could escape, if it meant her death, well, guess what? She was going to die in his eyes. Right. And then Batman yeah. had to save her. And was annoyed the whole time. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, I, th- I think that's Batman's superpower, is annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> He's always slightly annoyed. He's, <laughs> yeah. You know, a little bit more when Harley's it, it, around, it's, it it's kind of like Bruce Banner and being angry. He's always slightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Batman's always slightly annoyed. Speaking of which, have you seen the new Lego Batman trailer? I have. I'm, I'm going to go see it. Uh, yeah. I, I loved the Lego movie, um, and it's the same guys that made it that are making this one mm-hmm. with Will Arnett still voicing Batman. So, And it looks like the Robin that they're doing is the Robin from uh, the Dark Knight Rises comics. Dark Knight Returns? Dark Knight Returns. Uh, no, because it's a boy. Is it? Yeah. It just kind of looks like a girl. I was going to say, it looks exactly like that design. Yeah, if you listen to the voice, it's a boy. And, okay. Uh, was it Carrie Kelly or something like that? Something like that. The female Robin? Something like so, that, yeah. Or one of them. Uh, there's an ongoing joke where he keeps on ripping his pants off to his booty shorts and throwing them in Batman's face, which makes me chuckle. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're number one, sir. You want to you kick it back to the 80s real quick? Let's kick Nolan back to the 80s. You're going to love this. <clears throat> Have you ever heard of the Mega Powers? I think so. One of the most dominant tag teams. Oh, God damn it, no! all of wrestling no! history, brother! No! <laughs> I'm talking about Hulk Hogan and... We've Ooh, gone so no. long! Dig it. Macho Man Randy Savage. You've here. gone so long without <laughs> a mention of fucking so wrestling Macho in this Man room. Had a wife named Miss Elizabeth. Beautiful, sure. you know. Uh-huh. And then he started teaming up with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Don't dismiss this. This is powerful stuff. Uh-huh. Shut up, Robert. I let you talk. And <laughs> they, uh, uh, anyways, Hulk Hogan started paying a little too much attention to Miss Elizabeth, and that made Macho Man angry because I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's not that. I don't know if you've ever seen anything with Macho Man Randy Savage in it. I know you have. Uh, Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. He plays Bonesaw. Of course. And uh, I've also not, heard his rap album. He's, oh, be a man. It's uh, He's not exactly a rational human being. No, you don't say. I don't. And uh, so he does what any normal man would do. He just beats the fuck out of Hulk Hogan. Of course. As he so that, that relationship between Hulk Hogan and Macho Man was a wonderful thing. They're the most dominant tag team ever because they were the two best wrestlers of the time. Burned to ashes over one woman. But at the end, just spoiler alert, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth get back together. It's really beautiful. Oh, that's heartwarming. It is. All right. She saved him in a title <laughs> match. He held her up on one shoulder, man. Make you cry. Then Hulk Hogan just went and did his Hulk Hogan thing. I don't Onto know. our nerdly debate. <laughs> Had sex with a radio DJ's wife. Something Allegedly? Alle- yeah. I, I, he won the case. I, that's but me. he still fucked her. You've been on record of saying Hulk Hogan has a nine-inch penis. (laughs) No, 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 no. Terry, Hulk, yeah. Terry, Terry doesn't have a nine-inch penis. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan has a fucking (laughs) titty. And Macho Man's the one that died. Life's not fair, man. I'm not saying Hulk Hogan deserves death, but if I had to pick one to still be around, I'd probably pick Macho Man Randy Savage. We'd have more rap albums by now. Oh, and... You know, that breaks my heart that that's not a thing. Seriously, get on Spotify or YouTube or something. <laughs> Give Be a Man by Macho Man Randy Savage a fucking... It's an entire diss rap about <laughs> Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. He never got over this shit. Like, it no. affected real-life relationships. And I don't know if you know this wrestling scripted. Yeah. Predetermined, even. I don't mean to blow people's mind here. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Unstable fucking weirdos. On to our nerdly debate. Oh, okay. So, because we're talking about horrible relationships, let's do some good for these people. Pick three people from your list and match them with someone who they would actually be good for. I scribbled out my entire list. Well, that's your fault. (laughs) Ooh. 
Goku and Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Could you imagine the testosterone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come here, man, me, I dig it, yeah. If they were to somehow have a kid, it would be the Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be Goku <laughs> with a fucking beard. <laughs> Which seems weird for some reason. That's because he can't grow one. Hmm. Like, that's canon. His hair never changes and he can't grow a beard. Robert, I, I don't care. Sorry, buddy. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else I got? Uh, who would be a good fit for Harley? Like, I know in the comics they went with Deadshot, and that works pretty well. Uh, actually, Harley is who I was going to go with, and okay. I, I have to say Poison Ivy. <laughs> you fucking pervert. Well, no, no, no. Like, uh, that's actually canon that they are together now. I know. Um, and, like, they actually do care for each other to the point of, for the longest time, they, like, Harley could not be kissed by uh, Poison Ivy without her poison taking over. So, uh... Poison Ivy created a serum, made, like injected Harley with it, and then immediately kissed her. And Harley like pushed her away, like, what are you trying to do, kill me? And she's like, no, I can't poison you anymore. You are immune to all poisons now because I, I want to do this. Yeah. Like, uh, cause that's kind of romantic. A little bit. It seems like they did that for horny teenagers, honestly. Eh, I, I I don't know because they've they've built that friendship for years. That's true. And, and so the uh, Gotham City Sirens and stuff. through the Gotham City Sirens, the, the like there's been so much background stuff between those two that now that they're finally going, hey, you know, this has kind of been alluding to it for years, and that's why there's so much fanboy stuff. Let let's make it canon. Yeah, maybe. Okay, Jada. I'm gonna <coughs> go with Luke Cage and Captain America. What? Yes. What? Why? They're both both very strong, and I think they'd be the perfect fit for each other. Is this what you fantasize about? They both have, like, the soldier mindset and Uh, everything. I just get a little peek into my wife's spank bank, and it's kind of (laughs) scary. Yeah. Your wife likes yowie, sir. (laughs) What's that? Uh, uh, Male-on-male Japanese uh, porn stuff. These are American comic books. <laughs> right. There's Yowie about that, too. Trust me. I'm sure there's Yowie about everything. Yes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, Luke Cage and Cap. Yeah, and I really thought about it, and I really think they'd be the perfect fit for each other. I bet she thinks about it for about 15 minutes a night. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know. It's those muscles. <laughs> yeah, it is. My abs aren't good enough. All right. Nanny, do you what have... Abs? <laughs> Oh, Uh, what? (laughs) Do you have another one? We said pick three. I guess the real question is who can we hook Ethan up with? Uh, the blob. Mean. No. Robot devil from Futurama? It it won't care if he pisses in buckets. It's just going to absorb it anyway. Oh, you mean like, like. Like, from the horror movie? Yeah. The blob. Okay. Yeah, well, oh, you thought I was thinking of X-Men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. I was thinking, you know, a horrific monster that absorbs everything into itself. Ooh, no, we hook him up with every other podcast. That way ours, suddenly better. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um. All right. Uh, I've got Emma Frost and Ben Grimm. Because even though she is a complete bitch... He has no like heavy emotional baggage that she that she can like hit on. You do mean the thing, right? Yeah. Well, he the whole social outcast thing. Am I a man? Am I a monster? Right, but not not a uh, relationship emotional baggage that like Scott Summers has. And nobody has emotional baggage she, like Scott Summers. She has. can turn into diamond so that they can be together, rock and diamond. 
I'm sorry. I, I like that one. Fuck you. Sorry, <laughs> it's like watching the periodic table. Fuck. <laughs> Their baby comes out gold. <laughs> Let's make some sweet alchemy, baby. <laughs> they name it Midas. Might as well. Oh. Okay. I pick um, John McClane and Riggs from Lethal Weapon. What? Yes. I think they'd be the perfect fit for you because those are both assholes. Is he the suicidal one? Yes. The only reason he doesn't kill himself is because he meets a woman that he loves. Yes. If he met John McClane, he just would have took him out with him. Right? (laughs) Murder, suicide? I mean, it's not that easy to just kill John McClane, don't get me wrong. They're both assholes and they both like love their guns and stuff and they both love fighting. So who gets Murtaugh though? Murtaugh can't be alone. He's too old for that shit. He can have them both. Now it's a, th- you now it's got a threesome. A fucked up sexual brain thing going on. I don't. <laughs> what is going on right now, Shayna? I don't know. But that's what I pick. I don't know, but I'm soaking wet. <laughs> Danny, you're third. I I I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, let me see what I have. Uh, uh, who can we give uh, Frankenstein to, or the bride? Honestly, the bride should have just stuck with the doctor. He <laughs> deserves to fuck a corpse. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, okay. And she she uh, ran to him anyway, so, yeah, fuck it. All they right. deserve each other. So the bride and, and... And the doctor. And the doctor. Frankenstein. Yeah, not not the doctor. Yeah. Although, I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's been an episode at some point. Like a Frankenstein yeah. kinda inspired one, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been around long enough. Uh, I, I, I honestly would not be surprised. Yeah, same here. And if not, and BBC decides to do it, we want royalties. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, well, I'm, I'm going off of the Scott Summers and Emma Frost relationship again with Scott Summers and Mary Jane Watson. But what about Spider-Man? Uh, Spider-Man and her aren't together right now. Oh. They've not been together for several years now. They haven't read comics in several years now. Yeah, they've not been together since 2008, two, 2007, oh, really? 2008, yeah, uh, when, when they sold their relationship to the devil. Well, they got, yeah, they've been back together since then. They've they? not, not been back together once. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I, I think that with her past relationships with a super being, and I think that he just needs to be with somebody who's not affiliated with the X-Men at all. I think that would be what's best for him. Yeah, but Ma- Mary Jane can't come back from the dead every two seconds like Jean Grey. Once she's dead, she's dead. Well, hopefully she's not going on missions with the fucking X-Men. Oh, you never know. Scott Summers isn't always the best leader. And let's be honest, it's better than Mary Jane and fucking Iron Man right now. That's a thing? Yeah. Ew. Why? They've gone on, like, a couple dates now. Oh. I mean... And he, and she's his assistant. Good good for her? I guess. But, I don't yeah, know. I, I just think that with their past relationships, uh, historically, he needs somebody outside of the X-Men. But okay. you know he's going to go for a redhead, if he had the twos. True. She has the strong enough personality that her her personality is not going to become the background to the X-Men. Um, and she's dealt with being with a superhero before. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so she knows how that lifestyle is. Fair enough, man. Yeah. Do you have a third one? And how many penises are in it? Only one. 47. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm going to do. It's me and the Avengers. Ugh. Phoebe from Charmed and then Cupid from Charmed. Because they were literally the perfect couple. So, the elder sent Cupid down <laughs> yeah. to Phoebe. Of course. 
Yes, of course. <laughs> and because she wanted to find love. That's all she wanted. She wanted to find love. Right. And they sent Cupid down to Phoebe because he is love in yeah, itself. Makes sense. Fucking so. In this on a high note, I like yeah. it. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so that is it for our top five. Um, but uh, Sh- Shana, uh, yeah. it, I don't know if you're wanting to stick around for the Ghostbusters talk that Danny and I have decided that we're going to have real quick. All right. Then then uh, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. And there it is. Peace, bitch. <laughs> all right. So Shana has left the room. True. Um. Danny and I. I muted her mic. Oh, thought you muted mine. I was like, "Why are you doing that?" Oh, give it time. Um, Why haven't I done that? <laughs> Danny and I, uh, without talking to each other, both ended up watching the new Ghostbusters within twenty four hours of each within other. Within twenty four hours. Now, why did you watch it? Uh, I watched it because it's kind of the same reason with uh, me reading Twilight. Twilight is if I'm going to shit on something, I at least better know what the fuck I'm talking about okay. instead of just speaking out my ass. Uh, I took my son out, and he saw that there was a new Ghostbusters movie. He's like, I, I really want to watch this. I'm like, ah, fuck. All right. <laughs> um, so I watched it with him. Yeah, you, you watched it a day before me. Yeah, yeah, and... it's funny because you texted me like, I'm watching the new Ghostbusters movie. I was like, dude, I watched it last night. Yeah, it was kind of serendipitous how that happened. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, so. <laughs> so should, should we start from the beginning? Oh, we're not doing the whole movie. No, we? no, no. What do we? How do we start this? Uh, how? What were your thoughts going into it? Well, going into it, going. Into I'd heard it. so much from my brother and the internet and everything about how it was the worst thing, like an abomination of film, pretty much. It. Yeah. Uh, so I had no expectations. I I had uh, about the same. Yeah. Uh, I I had very low expectations, but I also knew going into it that it wasn't going to be the original Ghostbusters. And so right. I, I had to take that expectation out of my head. Um, and I've got to say, that's probably the best thing that I could have done. Same here. Like I didn't hate it. Yeah. I, to a certain degree, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed parts of it. I, I, I hate the climax. I hate the whole last act. Uh, I thought it was terrible, but the build up and stuff I like, there's some funny jokes in it. Yeah. Uh, whereas the original Ghostbusters, focused on what happened after they became the Ghostbusters. This is the story about them becoming who who they are. Oh, hell yeah, they don't successfully bust a single ghost in the entire movie. Uh, no, they, bo- they bust they, they, one. They catch a dragon, but they let it go. Because they don't have anywhere to store it. No, to prove a point to Bill Murray. They also don't have a place to store it. That's not why they, she lets it go. Remember, she proves a point because... They talk her out of it, and then she runs back and kicks it because he's still running his mouth. Right. But, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But, the, like, they, they said, well, we have it. What do we do now? And the girl was like, I guess I can build something. Right. Um, yeah. I, I don't mind the characters. I wasn't much on the girl with the goggles that's supposed to be like the Egon. She just seemed to be weird for the sake of being weird. It seemed... It seemed very much like what they did to make these characters is go, okay, here are the archetypes that we need from the original Ghostbusters, Mm -hmm. and then let's flip everything on its head. So you have the really tech-savvy one, which would be the Egon character, but where he is uh, extremely socially awkward and introverted, let's make her extroverted and goofy. Yeah, and it's like I think that she's the odd choice, but if you think about it, Egon fucked a toaster. He did not fuck a toaster. 
Egon fucked a toaster. When did Egon fuck a toaster? You never got that joke? Okay, Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Uh, when they're testing with the uh, the toaster, yeah. the pink slime, and uh, Bill Murray's like, well, you didn't take it to bed, did you? And Egon gets really shy, puts his, sh- his head down, and takes it and runs off. He fucked the toaster. <laughs> I guess I never caught that. Yeah, that's great. He has to straighten his <laughs> slinky. Um, there was, uh, to bring it back to the original, though, I was watching a documentary. It's a, it's called Ghost Heads. It's on Netflix. It's actually pretty good. It's more about the fan base, but they uh, interview his daughter, Harold, Harold Ramis' yeah, daughter. She She's uh, actually talked a lot since this new movie's come out. Uh, it, it wasn't about the new movie. But uh, people would always bring him slinkies and stuff, you know? All right. Do, but somebody brought him a gold slinky that he kept until the day he died. Really? Yeah, so she has it now. He's like, I, she's like her exact words were, I, I finally got to take it home this time. It was so fucking touching. I was like, this guy got a fucking slinky. He's like, this is wonderful. I'm keeping this. Huh. It's pretty great, man. Well, uh, I like I said, I actually kind of enjoyed the movie. There, It seemed like every other joke hit for me. Yeah, it's about 50-50. Yeah. There are some bad ones. Yeah, I mean, it, the very first joke in the movie with the uh, EVP, you've got to hear this. And oh, yeah. then it's a fart, and the girl goes, would you believe that was from the front? It was unneeded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you would it make it more or less disgusting if you knew it was from the front? Yeah. Like, the first joke is a queef joke. Yeah, the very first joke is a queef joke. Yeah. Um, one of the last jokes is a shoot him in the balls joke. Yeah. Some uh, odd choices. Yeah. Um... That kind of stuff really didn't hit with me. Um, the character that I thought that I was going to like the least, um, I, I actually liked her the most. Who? Uh, the the black girl. I'm forgetting her name. Penny. Penny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's my yeah, favorite in, in out all, of them. In all of the trailers, they just made her look like she was just going to be loud and obnoxious. But mm. like, and after talking to your brother, I thought the same thing. She was just going to be loud and obnoxious. But she she actually, got the best joke of the movie. I thought. Yeah, she got the best joke of, of the movie Wait, for when me. The, when the dragon lands on her shoulders. Oh no no no. Oh okay. What, what's yours? Well, I'll get I'll get there in a second. Oh, okay. But uh, like. Your brother made it seem like she was just a complete useless addition to the team, mm-hmm. but watching the movie, she very like she knew the history of everything. Like she was the history buff of the group, and so if something happened, like if they had to go somewhere, she'd be like, "Here's the history of it." But she worked the subway for years, so she knows the city like the back of her hand, yeah. right? And that actually, I think, was a huge addition to the team, mm-hmm. um, more so than the main girl, honestly. Yeah, she's kind of useless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All she does is uh, pine over Thor's character. Right. She's definitely the Bill Murray character, but where he's actually charming, she's just awkward. Yeah. Um, it's not a mix. But, so what is this? I want, I want to so know your joke of the movie. The, my, my favorite joke in the movie is when they separate at the rock concert and they're below stage and she goes, all right. I better not see anything creepy in here. And she opens up a door and it's a room oh. full of mannequins. And <laughs> yeah. she goes, oh, room of nightmares. Got it. And just turns around <laughs> yeah. and walks out. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> that whole section of the movie is where she shines through. Because uh, even like you saw it in the trailers and it looked kind of dumb because I don't I don't know why it looks like a big green glowing dragon. Which uh-huh. does. But it lands on her shoulders and she just completely calm because you see her kind of get loud and stuff. But then she just completely calm. All right, well, I'm just going to go. Yeah. I'm going to clock out. Nope. I'm going to go home, maybe take a shower. What, whatever you say, I don't care. Yeah, it just like slowly <laughs> walks out, all calm. And then somebody goes to take a selfie. She's like, really? Right really? now? Right. But like keeps her cool, kind of. <laughs> and yeah, that, to me, that that was about the funniest part of the movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she became my favorite character. Yeah, uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. Uh, of the group. Um, Jenny McCarthy, her character is... 
The fucking wonton thing wasn't funny, and they kept coming back to it. Well, I I honestly know why they did that. Why? It was because it's a, that's actually a throwback to the first Ghostbusters, because they would always eat Chinese food. Yeah. And if you look at the thing, he always just had one wonton. Okay, we'll do it once as a callback. Right. We'll make it a reoccurring not funny joke. Uh, no, I, I I agree with you yeah. there, but that that was definitely them trying to call back. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of, what do you think of the cameos? Let's run through those real quick. Um. Well, the Bill Murray cameo. Well, the first one's technically Egon. She yep. walks out of the hallway and there's a bust there's of Harold Ramis, which right. was just a nice little touch. I appreciated yeah. that one. Um, the Bill Murray one where he is not, he's not playing his old character, which your brother made me think that he was. No, no. That he, he was playing him just as if he had never been a Ghostbuster. Yeah, he's a skeptic. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's a different character altogether. And, you know, the whole them killing him thing, I think that, that, if you watch the movie, it doesn't make sense to the rest of the movie. I think that that was him going, no, if I'm going to be in this, because he was adamant about not doing another Ghostbusters. He he doesn't like doing sequels. I think Ghostbusters 2 is the only sequel he's ever been a part of. I'm not sure. Um, But because of the way that he plays characters, he does not do sequels. And so he was – I honestly believe that part of his agreement to being in this is kind of – the same route of Har- Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But, uh, you know, that was impactful in Star Wars. Right. This was pointless. Right. But, like, all of the characters that they had been been building throughout the entire movie at that point suddenly took a shift. Because where I think that had he not done that, if they were going to do a we need to show people kind of deal, it would have been Jenny McCarthy doing it. Instead, yeah. she became the logical one going, no, you just need to walk away from this. Right. And the girl that had been logical throughout the entire movie, the main character, the Bill Murray character, goes, nope, I'm going to show you, and, and, on, and, and stomps on the thing, opening up the trap, which pushes him out the window. The stupid-looking ghost trap. I did not get over that. It looks like a fucking thermos. Uh, yeah. Why? Anyways. Uh, and then the last one would be Ackroyd. Well, no, I'm sorry, before that, we get Janine. Actually, yeah, the get... secretary, which you missed. I missed. I completely missed it. I did not realize that was her. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, at first I was like, well, that looks like Janine. And then she turns around and like, what do you want? I was like, oh, that is. And she's wearing the glasses from the cartoon, like the yeah. horn rim glasses. I, I, that's That was my favorite cameo. I, I completely missed it. I wasn't expecting it. I don't think I knew if I did know I had forgotten that she was even in it. Right. And uh, yeah, that was my favorite cameo by far. Ackroyd's wasn't the worst. Right. Uh, he, I, I do, I did really like his because, uh, they're like, I, I need to get, or the girl's like, I need to get to this place. And he goes, no, nah, I don't go to that side of town. She, she goes, do you not see the ghost? He's like, ah, it's just a bunch of class five free floating entities. <laughs> yeah. Like he still knows like, his ghost shit. It's like, there's three things. I don't drive on this road. I don't go up that road. And I, I ain't afraid, afraid of no ghost. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like I could still see that being Ray. Yeah. Just with a thicker <laughs> New York accent. Pretty yeah. much it. Not quite as dopey and lovable. Right. But, like, uh, it, Ray, had they never become Ghostbusters? Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, th- Oh, and then Winston at the end, And then of Winston at the end. This was harmless. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he just, he turns out he's the one that got the hearse. It was just a good little cameo. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the Bill Murray one I didn't like. The rest were fine. Like I said, I think that with the Bill Murray one, he had a lot of sway of, if I'm going to be in here, this is the way that this character is going oh, to course, be. Oh, of course, yeah. Because everything outside of that, the characters are one way, but when he is, when it comes to him, the characters all flip. Yeah. And I think it's because he, he was going, no, this is how this is going to happen, or I'm not going to be in this. Yeah, it could be. Um, it's very likely. But uh, to wrap it up a little bit, the, the climax of the movie that I said I had a big issue with is because it's just an action movie at that point. 
when they when all the ghosts get loose and they're just going through their proton packs, they could have been fighting anything. It didn't have to be ghosts. They weren't capturing anything. Right. I, I, they could have just been fighting normal people. They could have been fighting rock monsters. It's it's the big blockbuster thing now, like in Suicide Squad and the Avengers, where you just fight faceless things. At least they could have fought, fell back on the gimmick of, holy shit, they're ghosts. And they didn't really. Yeah. And there's giant possessed balloons. Um, I One thing I did like about that is the tech that you see them building the entire... The entire movie you actually get to see in play. Yeah, like, get... I like the proton pistols. I think that's cool. Yeah, the, I don't the... know why she licks them. Yeah, neither do I. To give me a weird boner. Uh, <laughs> um, but that that was really cool. I like the ghost shredder. Yeah, yeah. A little overpowered. Little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine getting that in like the 09 video game, which I just recently played through again? It's so wonderful. Yeah, there, there was the shotgun. There was the punching thing yeah 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 it reminded me of the 09 game where you know oh well since you're in this level this thing's been on your proton pack the whole time but now you can activate it right which i noticed that like the second thing you get's the slime right and all of a sudden there's a green cylinder on the side of everybody's proton pack that wasn't there and it happens while you're in an elevator so there's no <laughs> way they just put it on there but uh um but yeah i like i i liked that concept of we've been building this now you get to see it in action um I do wish that they had done more with the, we need to catch these ghosts. Yeah. I mean, um, at the end of the movie, they still don't have a containment unit. No, at the very end, they do. Oh, do they? Yeah. They, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I, I think. Yeah, because they get the firehouse. That's I right. think one of the things that it had going for it and also against it, the original Ghostbusters was the SNL guys. That's right. that's what it was. Uh, and this, it brought, a, once again, a lot of people it was from the SNL girls. SNL. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, like e- even outside of the main four, like Which they were, all were, yeah, yeah, there were a bunch of people from SNL. the The main girl that works with the mayor, oh, okay. she's from SNL. Oh, really? And the thing is, if you like the original SNL, then you were going to like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. If you like. SNL as it is today, you would like this new Ghostbusters. Maybe yeah. I personally am not a fan of the new SNL. I think that a lot of it is way overacting that doesn't hit. And that girl that played the mayor's assistant is a huge perpetrator of that, of the way overacting. And it, it because of it, the acting doesn't hit. And I think that that does the movie a lot of discredit. Yeah, good. Yeah, very well could be. Uh, but I mean, all in all, we've said a lot of negative things back to back. It's still, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it again someday, I'm sure. Well, uh, something that you're... My son actually didn't like it, really. Really? <laughs> no. He'll um, sit down and he'll watch the original too like crazy. For some reason, this one didn't stick with him. You'd think hmm. he'd like it more because he's four years old and bright, shiny colors. I, I wish that they had used uh, practical effects instead of digital. Would have helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, after you and I watched it, uh, you said that your brother wants us to sit down and all watch it together? He wants to do a commentary track for Hold My Beer. Uh, that's probably going to be the episode of it next week. So this weekend we'll probably sit down, set up a laptop in here, headphones, and uh, go to town. All right. Hell, maybe we can release it as both or something. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would say probably do it as a bonus episode for both podcasts. Could be, yeah. That, that's oh. honestly something that would work better as a then and now, I believe. Probably, but it wasn't <laughs> my idea, and I don't want to steal it from him. <laughs> I have no problem stealing it from him. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we'll figure <laughs> our <out>. website. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's gonna be a, a lot of Ghostbusters talk coming up here soon. So. Yeah, so I hope you like it. <laughs> yeah, um, with that being said, your name is Danny Mons. Your name is Robert Foley. And I actually am afraid of some ghosts. Eh, sure. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>